these negative reviews can be tens of thousands of dollars in lost business. I've seen people having to change their whole company name and start all over again to get new profiles because of these negative reviews. Isn't it just the best when a software comes out that makes your life easier, makes you more money, and by the way, it's free? Well, welcome to Stessa, today's best ever sponsor. Stessa is a smarter income and expense tracking software for property owners. It allows you to track, manage, and communicate the performance of your real estate assets. So basically, it helps you make more money by looking at your properties in one dashboard. It's a beautiful dashboard, by the way. And it shows you the KPIs, the key performance indicators that you care about. What's the value? How much cash flow are you getting? What's the debt that you have on the properties? What are you bringing in monthly? What are you bringing in annually? And it allows you to have a quick snapshot, not only of your properties, but also come tax time, it's a breeze because you can scan receipts and invoices directly from the phone app and Stessa will automatically read and categorize them for you. No more data entry. It's been talked about in Forbes, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and all it takes is just a few minutes to add your properties, link the accounts, and everything updates in real time. Without Stessa, I was looking at my portfolio on an infrequent basis. I'm talking about my single family home portfolio. I got three single family homes, and I didn't realize that I had trapped equity. But if I was looking at it from a dashboard that Stessa has, then I would have realized that, hey, I got a portfolio value of X and I've got debt on it of Y. Holy cow, look at all this trapped equity. I'm missing out. And with Stessa, that won't happen. So go to stessa.com forward slash best ever. And it's free. It's free. Stessa.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff. First off, I hope you're having a best ever weekend because today is Sunday. We got a special segment called Skill Set Sunday. You're going to learn a specific skill that you didn't have or you will be able to hone a skill that perhaps you had, but now you'll be able to do it even better. And today we're going to be talking about well, online reviews, and holy cow, are these important, especially if you're in the apartment investing business and your property has a website with an online reputation because potential prospective residents, they go look at that online. And if you also have online reviews for any other aspect of your business, then listen up, my friends, which should be pretty much all of us, by the way. Um, listen up because we got Brian Greenberg with us who wrote the book, The Salesman Who Doesn't Sell. He has generated over $50 million in revenue from his businesses and collected over 10,000 reviews and testimonials from his customers based in Scottsdale, Arizona. With that being said, Brian, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and then we'll roll right into it? Sure. I've been able to make my living since 2003 on internet-based businesses. My current business right now is actually life insurance at truebluelifeinsurance.com a very tough industry. And I've been able to grow my business over my competitors over the years by collecting reviews. Reviews are so important when people are choosing who to do business with, especially if you're in an industry where you have people that aren't so ethical mm -hmm. and it sells them without selling, Joe. How have you gotten 10,000 reviews? And where are those reviews, by the way? Good question. 
Well, the first thing is you got to ask. I think so many people don't ask for reviews. It's terrible. I think also when you get reviews, people don't like to display and they think it's some sort of bragging or they're embarrassed to do so. Now, there is an easier way to do it. You don't have to verbally ask. I collect all my reviews by email. Knowing when to ask for the review by email is another trick. Obviously, if you did something nice for them, if you fixed something for them, you just had a good conversation, that's a time, hey, can I send you an email? Or it could be a cold email. Mm-hmm. Joe, I think one of the important things I want to say is when you're using email to collect reviews, have them give you a review that you control first. This is a huge thing. You don't want to send them right to apartments.com or Yelp or Google. That could be problematic because they might not be happy. So send it to your own site first. And if they give you a five-star review, then you send a follow-up email asking them to review you in other places. Include the exact comment that they gave you originally and give them the exact link where to enter the review. Don't just send them to Yelp.com or don't even send them just to your Google business page. There's particular URLs that will give you a pop-up and it'll show the stars and it'll show where to enter the review. Make it so simple for customers. So you're asking them to basically do two things. Eventually, not at the first time, but eventually you're asking them to leave a review after you do something nice for them. And then you'll screen it, essentially, to make sure it's a good review. And then, assuming it is, then you ask them to leave it one more time. Exactly. And it doesn't have to be only when you did something good. You can send these emails to all your tenants, to everybody. Look, you're going to get feedback. If they're unhappy, you're going to learn something. The important thing is, like you said, you want to filter it first. Now, I use ActiveCampaign. It's an email marketing software program. There's a lot of other ones. I send three emails. So I'll send it after maybe uh, you did something or send it three times. So in my business, I send it on day three, day seven, and day 10. It's good to send multiple. What do you mean by day three, seven, and 10? So I send them an email on Tuesday, and then I'll send them another email on Friday. But just randomly or day three of your relationship with them or day three of a certain milestone that was reached? What's day three of? Well, first of all, I think if you did something nice, you fixed something for them, that's a given. All right. You can initiate those somehow. But yeah, as soon as they move in, if they're happy, as soon as they renew a lease, okay, catch them when they're happy. In my business, I sell them life insurance policies and the best time I can get them is right after they've been approved, right? right. They're clients. I've done such a nice thing for them. It invokes what is called the theory of reciprocity. Sure. And they want to do something nice back for me. That's a law, by the way. That's not just a theory. That's legit reciprocity. Joe, I also want to say there's a format. It pains me to see people get feedback. and There's no stars. There's no date. There's no details. So make sure when you get a review, get their name, the city, the stars, and then a comment. The more, the better, because people... They don't want to see a review. If it's not done right, they don't think that it's real or mm-hmm. legitimate. The people yep. are very good at spotting these now. Mm-hmm. When you get their name, do you use their first and last name? No, I use their first name. I try to keep it as conversational as possible. Okay. And I'll send three emails, and they're all going to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Some will say the salesperson who is representing them is in a contest, or they get bonused. If they get a review, which is, well, Joe, it's true in my case. Yeah, I, right. <laughs> but again, that law of reciprocity, they're going to want to not only help the company, but they're going to want to help the salesperson, or the customer mm-hmm. service person. Is there a way that you also incorporate something that is helpful for them? 
Like you give them a reason to give a review that is selfishly beneficial for them. Some people like to offer something back in return for a review. You'll see this all the time. A gift card, a discount. These are all things that they do work. So you could absolutely offer some sort of incentive for filling out a review. Sometimes you could offer an additional incentive if you then ask them to leave a review on a third-party website like apartments.com or Zillow, wherever you're trying to build up your reviews. I also suggest that you pick one or two platforms that you want to focus on. It can be problematic to go after too many. You don't want to spread yourself too thin. When people look you up, they'll look up your company name or your property name followed by reviews or complaints. People do that now. They just look you up online. So a lot of these places will show up first. You'll have multiple spots on the first page of Google, and you want to have as many reviews as possible. Mm-hmm. When you are looking at the best times to ask for reviews, I find it really interesting that you mentioned we should identify the happy moments and then ask at that point in time. Makes a lot of sense, but perhaps not something that we're doing. I'll just speak for myself. Not something I have done. I haven't actually sat down and thought, okay, in the life cycle of a resident, when are the happiest moments? And then we should be strategic about asking for review and be specific about where we'd like that review in those moments. I mean, just that simple insight can lead to some really good things. Yes, Joe, I don't want people to overthink it too much. If you can't find a time to trigger it, it's fine. Whenever you can, send out the blast. Email's a nice thing. You guys have their email address. Send it out. Ask for feedback. Some people will give you feedback and they won't be great. Some, and the people that give you five stars, those are the people you ask to give you additional reviews on the third-party websites you're targeting. Mm -hmm. The important thing is to ask. Don't wait to ask. You don't ask, you don't get. And when you come across negative reviews, what's your approach there? There's a lot of things. Number one, don't react. <laughs> All right, don't, react. don't comment to them. Don't comment on them. Don't react in a negative way. Don't say, okay. "Oh, I did. No, this is baloney. I did uh, it okay. this way. I offered this." Don't get in an argument match with these people. The thing is, you might say, "Oh, I can get this review taken down. It's such baloney, right?" Can't. All right, these third-party websites do not allow businesses to take down those reviews. If you try to get a lawyer, they're going to tell you no. And if you pursue it, you're going to waste a lot of time and a lot of money. It's better to not react, to respond. The first thing I'd like to do is try to get the review taken down or at least get them to change it to a five-star review, and I'm often able to do so. It's people that give a negative review, they usually want a response. They want something. So contact them. You know, I have a policy in my company, ABN. A lot of sales companies, they have ABC, always be closed, and I have ABN, always be nice, <laughs> right? So the first thing is when I get a negative review, I know who it is. Right? So I'll call them. If I can't get them on the phone, I'll email them. The first step is sympathize. Say, I understand you're upset. The next step is fix it or offer them something. Be willing to take a loss. These negative reviews can be tens of thousands of dollars in lost business. I've seen people having to change their whole company name and start all over again to get new profiles because of these negative reviews. So fix it, be willing to take a loss. And then after you've given them something, ask them to take it down. Overwhelmingly, they take it down. Knock on wood, please know, people do want to take it down. Usually when they leave a negative review, it is to get something done for them. With your business, 
what sites do you prioritize over others? And then we'll relate it back to real estate. Sure. For me, I've done surveys and studies. And the number one for me is the Better Business Bureau. People weight that so heavily. And then I also focus on Google because people are already on Google. If they're looking mm-hmm. up my name, I know it's going to show. Yep. So those are the two platforms I focus on. Every once in a while, I'll get Facebook reviews. I don't believe those are too important. If you get negative reviews, you have the option to take that review tab down. All right. So I like the Better Business Bureau and Google. Got it. Well, I can tell you with our business, Google is number one for reviews that we want to focus on. And then apartments.com tends to be number two. Apartment ratings is also an important website to have good reviews. But most residents, whenever they look at to live in an apartment building, they'll Google it. And lo and behold, Google reviews comes up. So that's the one we really want to focus on. And is there anything that would encourage someone to leave a review that we haven't talked about that you think we should? I kind of brushed over it, but there's a trick on Google and you can even Google how to do it, but you want to send them to the actual page that gives them that pop-up in the stars. They make it tough, Google. You have to actually do a search and find out your company ID. And I think you got to go to maps to do it. And then you got to drop it at the URL. And then you could even populate those stars with five stars to begin with, <laughs> to, to kind of just push them into that five-star rating. That's a big trick. Anything else that we haven't talked about that you think we should? Look, if you can't get a negative review down, the best thing to do at that point is respond. Now, when you respond, again, you want to come off as almost the victim, make the person get the karma. But also when people are reviewing your company reviews, they view the negative reviews. They'll go to the one-star ones and the two-star ones, and they'll find out how you handled them. Look, I think people know that everybody's human. But if you make a mistake and you say, look, we tried to fix it for you. We feel terrible about it. We've taken steps to correct it. We've offered you a refund. Whatever it is, if you handle it in that nature, it could actually turn that negative review into a positive. People will find out that you are accountable. You're not going to brush somebody off. How can the Best Ever listeners get in touch with you? Best Ever listeners can go to my website, brianjgreenberg.com slash best ever. I'd like to offer all your listeners my free audio book. It's The Salesman Who Doesn't Sell. I give step-by-step instructions on how to do all these things. It was my goal to help people as much as possible. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Very applicable advice for us as real estate investors. I believe that online reviews are something that is not discussed enough among investors and it has much greater impact on our bottom line than what we perceive it to have. There's a lot of people Googling our properties, and if we don't have a solid review system set up with a strategy that is being implemented consistently, then we're leaving money on the table. Regardless if we have an apartment building or if we just have a brokerage, not just, but if we have a brokerage or if we're in the service business within the real estate industry, all these comments that we talked about today are relevant. So thanks so much for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever weekend and we'll talk to you soon. Finally, there's a simple way to track rental performance. Stessa, our best ever sponsor, lets real estate investors track, manage, and communicate the performance of our real estate portfolios for 
free. Go to stessa.com forward slash best ever. You'll always know how your properties are performing with this dashboard. It's a beautiful looking dashboard and it will help you save time with smarter income and expense tracking. You don't have to do any more data entry. Just upload the stuff directly from your phone. It tracks it in real time. Get organized for tax time with tax-ready financials so you can download them instantly. This thing was built by investors for real estate investors. It's been featured in all the publications you can think of. To get set up with your free account, just add your properties, link your accounts, and everything else updates in real time. Stessa.com forward slash best ever. S-T-E-S-S-A dot com forward slash best ever to get started. What if you could earn 10000 per month net cash flow for life? Now you can at the Residential Assisted Living Academy. Gene Corino teaches you how to take a single family house and turn it into a cash flow machine. Visit RALacademy.com to learn more.